0: Hello, I'm Matt Kelly, and I'm the editor of The New European, the newspaper that brings you this podcast. Every week, The New European is committed to providing in-depth reports and analysis about the progress and implications of Brexit. We also celebrate Europe in our great cultural and arts section, Europhile, and we do it uniquely from a Remainer perspective. We think we are making a difference. We think it's important that there's a voice balancing, even if only in a small way, the dominant right-wing media voices that prevailed before and since the referendum. If you think what we're doing is important, you can help us. The best way to help us is by subscribing. Just now there's a special offer. You get 13 issues for just £13. That's a heavy discount from the £3 an issue retail price point. And if you subscribe now, you also get a free Bollocks to Brexit mug. It's very easy. All you have to do is go onto your search engine and put in New European Subscription and you'll find the link. Thank you for your support and I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hello and welcome to the New
1: European Podcast. My name is Richard Porritt, and I'm joined by Steve Anglesey. Hello Snowflakes. Uh,
2: well, it's a bit of a foregone conclusion, <laughs> isn't it? I mean...
1: Yeah. I is, mean, I think if it had be, been Michael Gove at least they would have been, it would have been a heavyweight contest against two people who've got history Yeah, they've got beef They've got massive beef whereas um, with Jeremy Hunt I mean, is he really going to nail Boris? Is he really going to go after him hard enough? It's can a bit like Shane
2: it? Ward versus Andy Abraham, isn't it? It's like the worst <laughs> X Factor that, that was the X Factor, wasn't it? I, yeah, well, that well, I, it was, yeah. I
1: remember that one That's that my one goal With the spiky hair from Bradford Oh, blimey Who was that? Went out with Jordan, or maybe not out with her, but went to bed with her. Oh, Gareth Gates. Gareth Gates, and he was up against... against Will Young. Will Young. He's no longer young. I don't mind Will Young. I like that one that said, leave right now. I
2: have to write his will. Um, What?
1: He's no longer young. (laughs) Oh, I see. Uh, Leave right now. He's probably about my age, so quite young.
2: He did that terrible version of "Light My Fire." Oh didn't god, they? that They're was awful. Wasn't
1: it? The Jose Feliciano version, anyway. That was awful.
2: So it's Boris versus Hunt.
1: Boris versus yeah, Johnson versus Hunt. Yeah, Johnson. Boris me. versus Jeremy. Sorry, because we do get a lot of. We letters. do, and I think it's fair enough to. Be honest, but it is, is difficult well. not to. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> exactly. So, so we will go into a little bit more detail, of course. Um, on, on the rest of the week but we just wanted to because to, to, you know as we record this we've just got the news so we just wanted to do do a sort of hot takes on the on the final two yeah do you think Hunt has just sort of made it through by almost you know I mean the only thing he's really said is that he's an entrepreneur uh, yeah, well, yeah, he has. <laughs> I can't really remember any other thing that stopped No, he's an entrepreneur. Me. I mean, he's, he's kind he, of inoffensive. He said that the, the, I
2: mean, the worrying things for me, the things that suggest that he hasn't really got a grip on this at all, is that we are going to have to spend a lot more on defence. Mm. I mean, why? Yeah. Uh, is the, that is just, a, that's just a grassroots. Is thing, that, well, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's this is what I can think of to reach out to the membership. Yeah, the idea of putting corporation tax down. I know it won't be popular among some people, but it's not the most stupid thing that, no, that one of the no, candidates in this not. election has said. Um, what I th- did think was interesting was when he said that I want, I want to see everyone in the UK earn the first £1,000 <laughs> every month without any income tax or national insurance. And the personal allowance is £12,500 a year. So that's more So often. that is... They don't pay any. They're so not tax great tax on at it. maths. So right. you're talking about cutting out national insurance, basically, mm-hmm, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Um, there's some worrying things as well, isn't there? You know, the, he wasn't his health secretary.
1: Well, the longest health secretary ever. Lots of um, course. But I mean, presided over. I mean, he said he said, didn't he? In one of the debates that the, uh, the, 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 the um, that that uh, that care. Um, Caring the
2: community, which is
1: which, what, it uh, which like what been, you need. <laughs> yeah, quite. Which had been uh, cut, you know, and it, they didn't pay enough attention to. And I think well, someone said, well, that was your austerity. Yes. You know, you were... Um, so, so is he strong enough to stand up? Well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I I, just, yeah, I can not, just see him getting rolled over by I'm Boris. i
2: sure he is. I think he will be rolled over by Boris, like so many have been. And be. <laughs> uh, I'm not
1: suggesting anything's going to happen to him after Boris has oh, rolled no, him over. there would be I, no...
2: Yeah. No former friends of Boris will be let me add him Boris <laughs> as he uh, as he said. Bossa Whatever happened to old Guppy. Have you heard that phone call? Yes, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh hello, Derry <laughs> oh, uh, oh, oh dear. Mm. Um when he joined Jeremy Hunt said the NHS is not a seven day service. That was news to some Doctors, that was definitely
1: wasn't news to some doctors. Yeah, yeah, Working seven especially days junior a week. doctors. I imagine. Yeah, I mean, and not only work seven days a week, but twenty-four hours a day. Was a,
2: that, that was a disgrace. Um, but my overall feeling is, it's just an anticlimax, isn't it? Go versus Johnson would have been exciting. Yeah, blockbuster. Um, Gove is, to, was to me the, the 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 best of a bad bunch in the last three. Um, oh, absolutely. Despite I think being you know, a, an ardent, you know, a, he was a lever before Boris Johnson was a
1: lever. Yeah, but he's uh, but I think uh, I think at least I think he's the most sensible. Well, certainly next to Boris, he's the most sensible lever. He's, he's you know he's willing to potentially put that um, put that uh, the deadline back if we're nearly yeah. there. You know, he, he wants a deal. Um, he he has come back from being a hard hard Brexiteer under under Theresa May to maybe understanding the situation a bit better and seeing you know how the EU work. I think he has developed in a more sensible direction probably than any of those. Who were on the Leave campaign, yeah, um, and and also I think I think with regards to diplomacy and things like that, he would have been probably better overseas than Boris. Certainly, I do think that Hunt would be better on overseas visits than Boris. I think he's shown that a couple of times, actually. Well, yeah. Uh, apart from when he got his wife's nationality wrong, although he did make light of that actually, and he was, did, yeah. that was probably that was one of the better moments of his campaign, I think. Yeah. Um,
2: what so about all- when he said? May the best man win, and it's gonna be me. That was that was good. That was like that was like when Ed Miliband said, "Am I tough enough?" Hell yes. <laughs> Ask me if I'm tough enough. Am I tough enough? Hell yes. I'm tough enough. I'm tough enough to have this massive stone installed outside in my back garden. Did they find that stone?
1: Isn't it somewhere in some stone mason somewhere up against the wall? Hell yes, them?
2: it's there. <laughs> hell yes, I'm tough enough. Um, yeah, I mean Jeremy Hunt. It, would, it just would have been very exciting, wouldn't it? Oh, wh- what about Gove now? Yeah. And, yeah. first of all, is it worse to have a celebratory Sarah fight <laughs> like it would have been if Gove had got in the... the well, that is a good question. Or, or is it better to have a bitter, revenge-driven Sarah fight?
1: That is a good question. I, I I, mean, I I would rather... I wouldn't want Sarah coming after me. mm in a celebratory turn, <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or indeed, indeed eventual. <laughs> eventual. I don't know, really. We, time
2: will tell. Only time will tell. And yep. also, given that they hate each other so much, or that Boris Johnson hates Michael Gove mm. so much, and we're told he has a visceral hatred of him, doesn't he, was, was the phrase that was used. Do you think Michael Gove will get a job in Boris Johnson's cabinet?
1: It would be fascinating, I think, because he is a survivor, Gov. Isn't oh, it? he is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it would have been tough for him not to get one if he got the last two. I think mm-hmm. it's easier for him not to Boris not to give him one now. Yeah, it would really and have Boris looked likes like giving people one <laughs> again. Again, <laughs> I meant a job, or a job, rather yeah. than a boff. Yeah,
2: I, I mean, I think he could keep him in environment, couldn't he? Yeah, and just say it's we're having No Deal Brexit now. You sort out all the payments that these people yeah. used to get from the EU. <laughs> you it, clear up pal. poison chalice, you know. and Likewise, Rory Stewart in, you know, in Northern Ireland or something equally yeah, unpleasant. Yeah, like
1: that, one it... Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Not that Northern Ireland is unpleasant, by the way. Oh goodness. no, no, no. The job it's, a, it's very pleasant. The job is tricky. In it's Northern tricky, Ireland it used to be a tricky job. Yeah. Then it became a lot less tricky, yeah. thankfully. Absolutely. Now, with all of this horror show going on, yeah. Yeah. it's going to be become a tricky job again. It
1: really is, it really is. OK, well, we've we we will. Uh, we've got lots more to get to, um, but there's our hot take on the top two. We need to talk about The Week. The Week is like a news filter. It's a magazine, of course, you will have seen it. Now, yeah, it pulls together, it. it's really great, it pulls together the best, most interesting articles and opinion from more than 200... 200 different sources every week that includes lots of respected titles: the Guardian, the Financial Times, the Telegraph and because of that it brings multiple points of view on the most important topics so you can be sure you've got the full picture and best of all for busy people like us, well me you can read less and know more It's a concise summary of the last week and everything you need to know in one quick read. Everything I need to know. Particularly you. In one quick read. In one quick read. And, dear listener, you can try it for free. But it's not just news, is it, Steve?
2: Well, I'd I'd, I'd like the the week. I've got to say, I've been a long-term reader of the week. And um, the thing that I really like about it is the stuff in it that I tend to skip when I buy a broadsheet newspaper.
1: Because we're doing deep dives on Brexit, but this has got the lot.
2: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are things that I'm, you know, they're, they're not my main interest. Stuff like science, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and I really like the w- the way that the, the week does that. I also like, you know, because as you know, I'm quite a, a, a shallow uh, fellow. <laughs> yes. And I really do like, what I like in a broadsheet, one of the things that I, I like in broadsheet newspapers is on a, Saturday or Sunday, when you can look at lots of expensive properties. Oh, that yeah, you the can't properties are great. Afford. Yeah. And the week um, has duck for a long time. I don't know if you know this, but the week for a long time has had this the, the great spreading now yeah, of yeah. beautiful property yeah, that you fantastic. can't afford, aggregating from all I, of the other. I can't afford, but you, you yeah, are I in can, the market. I, aren't I can you? afford them. I tell you and, what, and then they do, you know, the, the best of the best of. You know, briefcases, yeah, uh, yeah. which it, even you can afford. I can. Um, I also
1: like the pull together because obviously we we watch European news pretty closely with what's going on, but it pulls together international stuff as well. Yeah, it does all from from across the world. I tell you what else is great: the letters, because the they letters pull the letters good. from everyone. Yeah. And there was a great review in this week's on the Ministry of Truth, a new book about Orwell's 1984, which I'd missed by
2: Dorian Lynch. Yeah i tell you a, a funny thing. I, um, I was at a festival recently yeah. and I saw a family um, who were sort of sitting by the stage that I was sitting at and as we were waiting uh, between acts, I noticed that the, the, the adults, there were three adults and they were sharing a copy of the week. They'd yeah. sort of passed it round. because yeah. obviously no newspapers available on the festival site. So they were passing it round and they had two kids with them and the two kids, boy and a girl, who were probably 10 or 11, Yeah. Uh, we're reading the the junior. Yeah, yeah, uh, my kids love week. it. It's yeah, fantastic.
1: Yeah. It is anti echo chamber because it gives you the opportunity to challenge yourself with lots of different points of view. I, I think have that's an anti echo the...
2: chamber. She was <laughs> a lovely woman.
1: Um, but it, yes, I hear what you're saying. It's a breath of fresh air, um, and, and you can cut out the noise and, and really get back to the heart of the matter. Now, you listener can join thousands of people who trust the week as their essential curated news source. You can try it for yourself with your first six issues completely free. free. Yeah, absolutely free. So try your first six issues for free. Visit theweek.co.uk forward slash offer and use the offer code European. That's the first six issues for free, not a penny. Visit theweek.co.uk forward slash offer and use the offer code European. Right, where were we? I haven't even told the listener what's coming next, Steve. Well, is
2: it more rambling about Brexit?
1: It will be more rambling about Brexit more and all the other things. More about
2: buildings and food and ramblings about Brexit.
1: Absolutely. Uh, we, we, we're going to get to the news now, which will include a whole host. We're going to talk about things. Jeremy
2: Corbyn's massive
1: uh, mm-hmm. change, aren't we? Right, yeah. And uh, I'd like to speak about In Rory a little pass. bit more. Yeah. Oh, you, you, I've you think, I've got, I have got my tear stained underpants pants. Yeah, you're oh, poor old Rory. Uh, so we'll, ch- we'll chat about and Rory. I'll talk- we'll chat about the Saj as well. He deserves a, a mention. We can talk about the Saj. We can talk about um
2: we can talk about the terrible um uh, YouGov poll of Tory party members. Yes. Eight hundred and ninety two Tory party members. One of yeah. the scariest things we that will you
1: will hear. We'll we'll get to that and then and then we will do a Brexiteer of the week. Sadly, no Jerry this week. She'll be back with us next week. Yes. Um, but you can 't make it this week uh, but let's let 's dive in we i mean we've just we 're just off the back of talking of the uh, of the final two so let 's go into the the ones that have missed out this week and and what kind of week they had yeah um maybe let 's do it in chronological order like I like to do sometimes oh that's nice so let 's rewind to uh to Sunday evening oh, and the God. channel four going all the way <laughs> i can't remember yeah. back then yeah well you were we weren't you didn't watch it did you no I watched you went to see the end game, that thing with the flying people. No, that was on Tuesday. Oh, you watched the, oh, so you did watch the, that first one. Yeah. So R- Rory was pretty good, wasn't he, on Channel 4? Yeah, he was
2: all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. he was um, not bad. And, but what he needed to do then, of course, was be absolutely brilliant on Monday evening. And by his Tuesday own admission,
2: evening. he was lacklustre. What was the tie thing about? Uh, the Thai thing was
1: weird. The whole thing was weird, though, you know. Um, well, I mean, he, could, he, he found it very difficult to sit on a stool. Yeah. His day started well, actually. His, with breakfast. With, he started with breakfast and then pretty much it became clear that he was a spy, even though the fact yeah. that he can't admit it he makes it all the it's better.
2: His dad, was, his dad was, was his dad Q or M? <laughs> His his dad, who was somebody, said on the the TV the other morning. What next? He said, "Well, his dad was M." I mean,
1: it's just like what what else can we find? What else can we find out about Rory Stewart? I don't know. He's just brilliant. The man is brilliant. My love for him has not been dimmed. It would be great if he was in this new Daniel Craig Bond film, the last one. That would be great, wouldn't it? What's it called? Maybe he could be the new Bond.
2: He's got all the training. He'd be the first unusual-looking
1: Bond, I would say. Oh, well, do you think? Well, they've, they've tended Who to be good-looking chaps before, haven't what, they? What about Bob Holness?
2: Well, he was a radio Bond, wasn't ah, he?
1: That was the. He was handsome in, in vocal cords alone. Handsome
2: vocal cords alone. I'll have a P, please, Bob. Yeah, I'll have an E, please, Bob.
1: I loved that. Would see that one could become funny in the late eighties. That was uh, I loved Blockbuster. I was desperate to go on it when it was I was a student, and then he stopped it. I thought it was coming back, actually. Well, didn't they bring it back with somebody? Uh, did they? Well, it'd be someone like uh, that guy used to be on EastEnders. All, is Bob no longer with us, Bob Holness? Is sure. He playing his I'll find that out. Baker Street Sax in the Sky. Why did they? Um, why did they? Every every now Not and room, then. Was it obviously that? Yeah. And the other room was that John Peel played the um, that uh, the opening bit to Maggie May.
2: Well, he did appear on Top of the Pops. Well, was My it him? That.
1: Well, it was, but he, but didn't, he didn't play, play it. it. Yeah, yeah. So that's where the uh, that's where it comes from. Um, so and then there was the rumours about Mark Holman and Rod Stewart, but I don't think we need to get oh, into those. Oh no, no, no. Not, no, no. Uh, well, Why sometimes at the end of Blockbuster? Anyway, sorry, go on. Sometimes at the end of Blockbuster, Bob Holmes sadly what? passed what? away on the sixth of January two thousand and twelve. Yeah, at least he didn't have to witness this chaos. Can I have an R.I.P. please, Bob? Is that, <laughs> was that the headline? I bet it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, probably it was. Yeah, headline. it's a good headline. Yeah. But every I now and then, I never lose it, do you? I never lose it anyway. <laughs> well, at the end of at the end of Blockbusters, sometimes they used to pan the camera around to the students, and they'd be doing a little dance. Remember, like yeah, da, that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah, it was good. Why only sometimes? I don't know. They go, "Come on, it's a special day, everyone." It's, yeah, maybe um, maybe they just did it at the end of the week when they were sort of you know, down the union for a, for yeah. a pound pint. How much was a pint at the student union when you when you were there? Well I wasn't I was never a
2: student, but oh, f- when I was f- the first my first in my first adventures in drinking it was something like thirty thirty-five P I think a pint. Oh me, really? Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah. My first pub in a pint was one one pound twenty pound twenty four. Oh, it was it was a um, it was a pint of Thwaites Smooth. Yeah, there was a Joseph Holtz pub. That Was was the cheapest where I lived, and that was you could definitely get it cheaper 30, than that. 35 38p. Wow, uh, got go, go a uh, pub with a fiver, and that was with a trolley. We didn't be? have fivers in those days, we just uh, all the Manchester didn't have a fiver, just had groats <laughs> anyway. Um, so so Rory, Rory, Bob Holness, hang oh, on, yeah, Bob uh, Rory Stewart, Rory Stewart. Um, you loved him, and f- yeah, so farewell, Rory Stewart. I mean, it. There was a little bit of excitement, wasn't there? On that I was just got a little bit excited I kept bursting into your office, it, didn't, didn't I? He? I was like, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do he's it. He's gonna do it. And I I think Tuesday morning was Pete Rory. Yeah. And then and then he gets through and yeah. you're thinking, Oh, and then he can't sit on a stool for reasons us to anyone else on the planet, he te- he whips his tie off. I mean, I thought he was going to carry on. I do think. A,
2: a, I do think a few. I think they might have been a little tactical as well. I think Rory was perceived as a. Oh he as was, a, a yeah, a yeah. potential danger, and the, yeah. uh, the Saj was was bolstered, and you saw that, didn't you? Because the Saj's
1: vote fell. Uh, Between the ballot
2: that got rid of Rory and the ballot that got rid of the Saj,
1: yeah, and Rory's vote fell as well. Actually, didn't it it? for him to be dismissed? So, so yeah, interesting. Do you think Rory spoiled his paper? Uh, in, the, um, in the in the third first. semi-final, yeah, I
2: think yeah. he, he might have done it. Should have been mm-hmm. me. He wrote yeah. over it.
1: <laughs> Just to a big cock. Uh,
2: somebody said it was Chris Grayling. There were, two <laughs> small, there were two small ballots, and it was they were both Chris Grayling <laughs> voting, voting for Joe Swinson. So, um, which I thought was a very good joke. Apologies, I've stolen that from your Twitter. That is good. Um, that is good.
1: Okay, so Rory Stewart, no more. I've I've got high hopes for Rory. I think. Um I think we'll see more of him. Absolutely. Especially I think the public like him
2: proved to be right on so many of these issues.
1: I think the public like him. I like him. I'm going to endeavor to get him on this podcast. Yeah. Uh and 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 I think I will have those glory for Rory underpants uh dry yeah. cleaned. You should and, in
2: preparation for the next time. And I
1: maybe frame them. Yeah. I
2: wonder if he'd sign them. Well look, listen, look, listen. Hang on. So, how many more senses can we talk about? Stop. Look. Taste listen. Him. Taste. <laughs> the great Sniff taste him. of Rory Stewart. <laughs> <Just> the <laughs> smell of Rory Stewart. Oh, oh, a fragrance. What would it be called? Uh, raw.
1: Raw by Rory Stewart. Raw by Rory I was Stewart. Thinking, I was thinking more espionage.
2: Oh yeah. By
1: Rory Stewart. <laughs>
2: Rory Stewart Fragrances. If you've got any ideas, then please write to. There's already
1: uh, an opium, of course, so he can can um, have that. Maybe that was
2: what he was smoking. Maybe that's why it didn't work. Who's it it by opium? I don't know. (laughs) L'Omphirique? What do you wear? Me, I only wear high karate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Off the market? (laughs) Off the market. High karate. Um, Af- links Africa for there me.
2: Was, uh, there used to be a great, this is good, this th- this is good, this is true. There used to be a shop in uh, Manchester on opposite, um, oh god, opposite, on Deansgate, and it, it was a knock off perfume shop. And yeah, it had,
1: I think I remember that one.
2: Um, yeah, it was quite near, um, uh, what's the big department store? God, it's so long since I've lived in Manchester. Anyway, um, and uh, Ke- oh, opposite kendalls yep. it used to be and um they they sold knock off perfume and you could get you know you could get all the sort of cheap perfume but you could also get at the back of the shop they had perfume which was it smelled like the real thing but it wasn't like the real thing yep. and the two that i remember was there was one that smelled like ego east do you remember that ego east was by totally solaron or something it was a male fragrance yeah yeah and that was just called egotist, so not egotist. Like egotist <laughs> that yeah. would be Boris. But the reference. one that was uh, the one that was, which I really wanted to buy for my my dear old mum, <laughs> yeah. who did still use still uses obsession, uh-huh. uh, which was was called obstinate. <laughs> so you could go, a bottle of obstinate, please, for the missus. It's Christmas. Brilliant. Fantastic. Anyway, fantastic. Boris well, Stewart. So well, are we on to Saturday yet? Yeah? So we started so, off well. He started he off failed. really well. We'll c- see more of him. We'll see more of him. What about Absolutely.
1: Saj, he kind of went the other way for Saj. Instead of sort of rising and then falling fairly quickly, I thought that I thought that he was sort of stuttering on uh, on Sunday. Um, I thought you that got, was
2: great, wasn't it? He got a, stuttering on Sunday. That was my favourite.
1: Craig, La- Craig Davis. Uh, yeah, yeah. What
2: was called? On Sunday. Craig David. Craig David. That's it. I was thinking more like. Um, Paul Yates's dad. What was he called? Jess. <laughs> oh, um, Jess Yates. <laughs> with stuttering on Sunday.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't actually that. Wasn't actually her dad, were it?
2: No, her dad was really
1: Huey Green. <laughs> Huey Green. What a story. Why is For no one him. made? Why is no one made that whole story old story? Paul Yates. For old Paula. You're what a trage. I, I saw a picture of Bob. Um, as, as Sajid Javid refers to tragedies, the trage. <laughs> you saw a picture of old Bob. Yeah, but he's he, back in back from the nineteen he, he, doing something in the nineteen eighties. Oh no, I think I saw the video for Do Like Mondays, and wow, I just struck me how young he looked. Well, people he do look young, younger uh, when they. I always thought of him as older. I guess I've got older as well. Oh, the passing of time. It's really funny how times change. Welcome to the passing of time Paul. Um, Saj. Saj, so yeah, so he I think said th-
2: something though, didn't he? That none of the others
1: that was a great moment, said. Yeah,
2: yeah, which was, I look like the villain off the uh, thunderbirds no he didn't say that <laughs> he said the conservative problem the conservative problem
1: which is what they should change the name
2: to, the conservative party has got a problem with islamophobia
1: yeah, and, and he got them all to out. agree uh, to to an independent inquiry which is a big deal i think um, yeah. and 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 good for him i think that was you know that was definitely his high point very much so um and i think good for him i, I think his daughter needs to work on her spelling Yes, I mean she's ten now. She probably needs to work on her spell. I, I have, I did print it out, put some red marks on it. Yeah, there's a few style points as well, um, and I've posted it back to Maya. I think it is. Oh yeah, Maya. Um, but a lovely, uh, lovely letter nonetheless. Yeah, Just, you know, maybe you know, see me afterwards about your spelling. Uh, but I think then cutting the top rate of income tax was a weird one, wasn't it? Strange. Yeah, that is strange. Um, he, he's got, he's definitely got the best. He's got the best story in the w- in that he's come from very little. Yeah. But as as uh, Mia mentioned on last week's pod, you know he's not really an outsider anymore with his billions in the bank and. No. Um, but he certainly was. So he has seen you know he's seen both sides of this coin. Um, so I think that is interesting. I think he I think he's guaranteed a good job. Uh, whoever I think yeah. he will get a top job, and I think he probably deserves it. And I think perhaps you know in time he is a- he-, he will be a contender again. Uh, Sajid Javid. Do you think you think it's the chancellor, Saj? Chancellor Saj under Boris probably not. Yeah. I think. I think. I think pro uh, no I think I do actually I think I think perhaps I, I won't be surprised if the majority of them stay exactly where they are for the time being to be perfectly honest Well
2: Hammond's going to go isn't he So there will Oh be there will a, be a new So there will be a new Yeah council. but
1: we've already discussed who the new Chancellor's going to be when when ca- when Captain Boris takes the uh, yeah. number 10 estimate there <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Almost just for the fun of it, <laughs> just for the lols. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: bearing in mind Boris's weak spot, it wouldn't be bad at optics, would it, for him to have Sajid Javid? It wouldn't uh, next to him. It, it wouldn't. One. Good point. Very good point. Um, Very good point. Anyway, um, you know, I'm not sad about losing Sajid Javid, but I did think he made the the best point of this desperately
1: uninteresting campaign so far. And and, he, and even Boris's team admitted that he had the best night on. On did think, what did you think of Boris's performance on when he finally turned up on on those weird very, boy band stools? Very,
2: very, So I, I did. This is the night that I watched the Avengers film. Um, right. I thought, he, but I did watch it when I got back yeah, in the, the like early three, hours yeah. in the early hours of Wednesday morning. <laughs> I thought he was very hesitant, very yeah. restrained. Yeah. Didn't really have his. Mojo didn't, on his bojo on. His Bojo on. Um, but then perhaps
1: it d- felt like he didn't need, didn't need it really. Yes,
2: exactly. Coasting. Yeah, he was coasting. It'd be much more interesting to see what happens uh in the uh, in the final two. So um what we're talking about the Tories, shall we talk about this desperately depressing um Yes,
1: let's go for that, uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Thing. So a YouGov poll of eight hundred and ninety two Tory members. Uh, and they were asked what they would be willing to put up with just to deliver brexit a majority would be willing to to see the Tory party destroyed 54 mm. mm. um, percent uh, would would be prepared to see the Conservative party destroyed um, to deliver brexit um, they were asked would you if to deliver brexit would you be prepared to see Scotland leave the Union. Sixty three percent said fine, that's that's good with me. <sighs> uh they were asked uh to deliver Brexit, would you be prepared to see Northern Ireland leaving the Union? Fifty nine percent said that's alright with me. Um and uh significant damage to the UK economy. What figure do you think um they put on that?
1: Wow surely this is a t- these are the Tories. I mean t- God I'd be depressed at anything over well
2: 10%. Uh, 61% said it's fine significant damage to the That's because they're already economy. fine they don't have to worry well, about Well they are, it. They, are, they, are, they are fine yeah. Um, and the scariest thing about these these polls are that only 29% of, of people said of Tory voters said it's not worth Brexit if Scotland leave the union. 29% sorry 28% said it's not worth Brexit if Northern Ireland leads the trade union and tw- only 29% said it's not worth it if it causes significant damage to the UK economy. That, you know there's a huge plurality there um, and it is I mean that is absolutely shocking. What percentage of uh, they were asked uh, would you be happy if, to- if Nigel Farage became leader of the Conservative Party. What percentages
1: oh would you God. put on that. Really? Oh, Jesus, this is depressing. uh, 20%? 46% said they would be happy and only 40%
2: said they would be unhappy. 46% said they would be happy with Nigel Farage being the leader. Uh, It is quite um, absolutely remarkable. Um, And, um, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk about One Nation conservatism, hasn't there, in this thing? Uh, The leading candidates of all... ...laid claim to it at some uh, point or another... ...and the final candidates have, have laid claim to it... ...at some point or another... Mm. ...and only 30% of the members' poll... ...described themselves as one nation really? Conservatives... God, ...56% this... said they were Thatcherites... ...43% said they would call themselves... ...free-market Conservatives... 31% said they would call themselves traditional Conservatives.
1: I think you can be all of those things on a One Nation Tory. Um, it's amazing, isn't it? There you go, that is, that is scary uh, stuff. There's not more, is there? One last
2: one. Oh, God. After Winston Churchill and Margaret Thatcher... Yeah. ..which Conservative <laughs> leaders, post-war, are most respected by the current
1: Conservative... Uh, no Thatcher, no Churchill. Take out Thatcher <clears> and <throat> Churchill. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Uh most respected Tory leader.
2: Oh there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Man, this eight, is really nine, hard to call.
1: Ten. Well Cameron's not gonna be at the top. He's not in the he's in he's he was third. 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 Oh wow, I'm surprised he was so high
2: up. Third. Uh William Hague? William Hague is the most respected Tory <laughs> leader. Because when I think of the greatest Tory leaders, it is <laughs> Churchill, Thatcher, and then Hague, and after him, next <laughs> Michael Howard. No, that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, he, but he's only one point behind David Cameron, so he is in fourth.
1: Oh well, let's think. Uh, uh, Ted Heath.
2: Ted Heath bottom because he took us into Europe, <laughs> oh, didn't yeah. he?
1: He's
2: the he's the one that they hate the most. Uh, he's worse than Anthony Eden, <laughs> Alec Douglas-Hume. I mean, these people, Alec
1: Douglas-Hume. Oh um, God! So, he, so, oh it's it not, oh God! It's not IDS, is it? It is. IDS. <laughs> IDS. See, do you know what I c- William Hague? I c- there is some redeeming features in the, in his latter in his later political career for William Hague, right? Yeah. But but uh, IDS is bonkers.
2: Yeah, he is completely mad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so are the conservatives. Yeah. So these are the people that are going to be uh, handing you the next prime minister. Yeah, new European. But then uh, it's listener. not like
1: they've got much of a choice. No, um, that's true. It, it, It's still more dumber, isn't it? It is. Shall we
2: talk about Jeremy Corbyn? Yeah, I'm talking about dumb. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and, or dumber. Dumb dumberer. Well, it's incredible, isn't it? What a turnabout.
1: He's spinning. He's (laughs) spinning. Here's to Tom Watson for sorting this mess out. Uh, It's just amazing. It's not even the
2: emperor's new clothes, (laughs) is it? It's the emperor's same old clothes once
1: again. I mean, I'm just tired of talking about the We have committed
2: to respecting the result of the referendum. At conference last year, we passed our policy. Over the past nine months, I've stuck faithfully to it. I've oh, already yeah. made the case that it is now right to demand that any deal is put to a public vote. All he's doing is is saying, "I don't need to change. This is what we've been saying all along." It's incredible.
1: For someone who is banging on about how um, Theresa May's deal can't just be brought back, etc., and it, you know it it, would, it needs to change, he's doing exactly the same thing with regards to his Brexit policy within his own party. Very much so. Again, the depressing thing about Labour is that on so many occasions, given a more pragmatic, cleverer, less extreme um, leader, uh, they, they would be way ahead in the polls. Well, they would. I mean, even a leader that I didn't think a great deal of, the likes of um, the perfectly nice man, but he wasn't, I didn't think he was a particularly good leader with Labour Party, and I think obviously what happened in the polls um, proved that, but uh, Ed Miliband. He would be leading in the polls right now. Ed Miliband's Labour Party would be leading in the they polls would be, right now. Yes, yes, by a considerable way. Gordon Brown's Labour Party would be leading in the I'd, polls I'd right be, now. I would be, believe
2: so, yeah. Tony
1: Blair's would well, be miles ahead. Yes. Neil Kinnock's. Are we going to name. would be leading. And he would, though, wouldn't he? John Smith's. Hugh Gateskull. Kia James. James. <laughs> Sonny Jim Callahan. I don't think that there are many, many Labour leaders. Um, that would no, not, not have been be able to, yeah, yeah. But Jeremy Corbyn somehow against the most uh, destitute, injured Tory government yeah. to possibly ever. They
2: don't. Uh, he doesn't seem to get it. They don't. Just don't seem to get this, do they? W- what we want is not for you to keep repeating this. What we want is for you to actively campaign for a, a, for a second referendum. And we also want you to actively campaign that we should stay, that the answer to the second referendum should be stay. And that is just not going to happen, is it? But this is the thing, kids
1: Jeremy Corbyn's not bothered about getting into number 10. Yeah. He's bothered about a revolution. He, he, he wants is. to overthrow democracy and install communism. He does. He wants to be... I heard it on the debate. ...a dictator. He does. <laughs> <laughs> I think he does, though. Do you, think you
2: and Jeremy Hunt think he does, I, don't Mark I, go.
1: I, I, am. I am scared of Jeremy Corbyn. I'm do you think he'd start wearing? If, I mean, in a fight, I reckon I could probably do it. Would
2: up. he start wearing sort of, yeah, you yeah. know, military yeah. army
1: surplus gear oh, yeah, yeah, and the old beret? Yeah, but I reckon he, I reckon he'd that enjoy, he'd start good. to enjoy it, and then he'd go down to sort of like um, Comical Alley. If he started yeah. dressing <laughs> like that, I reckon he'd start off with something that's quite, you know, sort of as you'd expect, maybe a lapel badge or something, you know, and, and a little beret. Th- and then it'd Work be like um, urban it'd be like Gaddafi's uh, army of female soldiers with their purple and light purple camo gear on, marching up and down down in street.
2: What if he wore that sort of and again this might be a slightly too old reference for you, but I'm sure you might you've seen the reruns. What if he wore that sort of woolly sort of coat that Citizen Smith had? Power for the People. Power for, power to the people, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that Do would you know be... what
1: happened to Citizen Smith? What, Robert Lindsay? Citizen Smith, you know what happened after his, after his, after his revolutionary youth? Well, he was a, he was a TV character, well, so nothing happened. No, he did. He settled down with a lovely woman who looked a bit like Zoe Wanamaker, and they had a few kids. Oh, yeah. And they lived in a... And he was a dentist, I think. Oh, my and family, c- eh? capers abound. Capers abounded. Yeah. God, that was an awful show, wasn't it? That was an awful show. And then still, the BBC went on to make Mrs Brown's Boys... I know. If any, if I, I love all, all you listeners, that I absolutely adore you. Please keep on listening. It could get unless worse. you watch Mrs. Brown's Boys, and that means you're not welcome to listen to this <laughs> podcast.
2: Are, you, are they banned from listening
1: to? Like from the Like jo- when podcast? Johnny Marr banned uh, David, David Cameron, Cameron from enjoying the Smiths.
2: <laughs> there was a um, there was a story, wasn't there, about Kelvin McKenzie and some. Some bloke ran up to complain when he, Kelvin McKenzie was the editor of the Sun. Ran up to ran up to complain about a story that they'd done, and Kelvin McKen- and This went on for about ten minutes, and in the end, Kelvin McKenzie said, um, "He said uh, you're banned from buying the Sun ever again." And, he, and the bloke, well, he said, "What?" And he went, "You know, are you going to enforce that?" And he said, "We're going to. I'm going to write to your local news agents and get a picture of you and send it to all of the news agents in the area." saying that you're banned from buying the sod. And 15 minutes later, the bloke's wife phoned up and said, am I banned from it too? And he said, well, you're banned. You're not only banned if you show it to um, So um, I hope they ran that in the paper. I
1: only ran that story great. with yeah, the guy's yeah, yeah. picture. Um,
2: uh, the people that... Uh, I mean, obviously, this was greeted with dismay on all sides, less so by Tom Watson, Keir Starmer, end... Who still be and and you know, and our, our our dear mate Andrew Adonis, who is still trying to fight the good fight and insists that you know this is a change and yeah. Corbyn is being pulled our yeah. way. Yeah. Um so a bit of dismay from that camp, but real dismay from these um, well so, some of them are you know, they're not they weren't initially pro League Labour MPs, but twenty-five Labour MPs signed a letter um, saying um, Disagreeing with this and saying it was a mistake, and mm. you know Lisa Nandy, Stephen Kinnock, you mm. know these are not. I mean, some of the names on the, on the list are, frankly, idiots. But mm. um but Lisa Nandy, Stephen Kinnock, um, and there's a line in it that, that says,
1: transformation that Kinnock transformation has been one of the most extraordinary, actually. Absolutely, yeah. Um, He's gone full circle, hasn't he? Mm,
2: mm. Uh, Brexit must happen. We must leave, and we leave without any undue delay. There's a line mm. in that that mm. thing, and I, I, they don't get it either, do they?
1: No. No, they, really they don't, don't
2: get it. Some guy, oh, it's Labour against Brexit. At Labour against Brexit, well worth a follow. Worked out that um, in the areas that the that the uh, that these twenty five come from, the, the <coughs> Labour Party lost sixteen percent of its vote share in the, their areas in the EU elections, mm. and the pro EU parties in their, their areas gained sixteen percent. Mm. And these people still think that it isn't a vote winner. Mm.
1: Amazing. Were you blocked by this new uh, Twitter account, Lefty Labour Loonies, or I'm whatever really they're called? I'm disappointed. I'm not blocked. I by can't you. believe I wasn't blocked. I, I even tweeted them saying, "Why haven't you blocked me? That's I really relevant. love Tony Blair." It's got the old blocking sticker. <laughs> they blocked me, but they only followed. <laughs> they went on. They followed like three people, and then just set about blocking every journalist and, yeah, yeah. and- anywhere close to centre or right-wing commentator or politician ever. Yeah. Are they, are they just setting it up so they get Jeremy Corbyn in my <laughs> tweets and that's I think it that's and nothing it, yeah. else is it? <laughs> Very strange indeed. That's pretty much it. That can is, I
2: can I before we go on to other matters, yeah, can I just dig yeah. up the piece that I've written in the This is becoming a bit of a
1: of, bit of a theme now. You come on and tell us how brilliant well, your pe- writing is.
2: But I want people to go and buy the, 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 Me too. the paper and Me too. um £3, Yeah. available every Thursday. Yeah. It's cracking yeah. good read. And, and Friday, and Saturday, week, and Sunday, and Monday, yeah, and yeah, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and this week, it's got great cover image of Boris Johnson as King Kong. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Uh, it's very good. King Wrong. And inside, King, King Wrong, yeah. Uh, and inside, I've written about the Peterborough by-election, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which you may have seen in the old MSM, as yeah. we'd like to call it. <laughs> um, Member of the It is being, well... <laughs> The police are investigating some some allegations <clears throat> of ir- ir- irregularities um, and uh, I've written about that and I've also written about some of the other things um, because, you know, we can all make claims, can't we? Shall I, shall I just run through some of the yes, other please. claims? Yes, please do, yes. Uh, that people, uh, people have written to alleging stuff in the Peterborough by-election uh, and, and there, I'll also give you the response of the Peterborough local council. Uh, postal voters voting more than once, and the council responded, There is no evidence to show this has happened. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the official count numbers have gone missing, and mm-hmm. the council responded, This is completely untrue. Mm-hmm. Open bags of postal votes allowed at the court in contravention of electoral law. Mm-hmm. This did not happen. Mm-hmm. People wearing burqas, now we're getting to the number. There we, we go. Now we're getting to the nub of why these complaints are happening. People wearing burqas and voting 10 times in the name of other people. When the actual person turned up, they were told that they'd already voted. The council replied, "None of the polling station provide, presiding officers reported that anyone turned up trying to vote at a polling station to find that they couldn't vote." Somebody had already voted for them. Mm. Uh, thousands of Muslims bust in to vote and paid £10 each to vote for Labour. <laughs> the council has not received any evidence that this is happening. This and also,
1: is, they could vote for anyone and just say, Where's well, £10?
2: So when you read, I, mean, the I would take have that made £10 pounds. and the police are investigating. <laughs> You know, maybe there is some stuff, but maybe this, you know, if, some of if, the, these other things. Here we also. go,
1: guys. If the Brexit Party says, "Do you want a lift to the polling station? Vote for us, and we'll give you ten pounds." This is what you do. Yes, please. You get on the bus. Yeah. You go to the polling station. You take your ten quid. You go in. You don't vote for the Brexit Party. Then when you come back out, and they go, "Did you?" You go, "Yeah." yeah. Then you go and spend your ten quid. I have got point out on legal grounds that, that is the Brexit Ill- illegal. party would not do that. The Brexit party would not do that. And definitely s- not. And, and you shouldn't accept the money either. But and what I'm saying yeah, is, yeah. how could you possibly police that? It's nonsense. How could any wrongdoer police that?
2: These uh, these are two, my two favourites, <clears> by the way. Uh, people seen at the polling stations erasing people's papers and remarking them. What? Uh, it should be pens and pencils, so this can't happen. This is one of the complaints that Peterborough County Council had to um had to uh, investigate the council responded the pencils used in polling stations are actually made of a special lead which does not erase and it just smudges none of the polling stations reported anyone trying to delete and remark papers how my, would
1: you
2: do that my, well it's this, what, this are, is, how are they getting the papers out of the box well, exactly this is true isn't it and then my my number one favorite Complaint. It's it was too, too easy for people to vote online, then set up a new email address and vote again. What? To which P- Peterborough Borough Council uh, responded, "It is not possible for anyone to vote online in <laughs> the United <laughs> Kingdom." You
1: see, this is interesting now, and I remember, I remember when I was a young uh, reporter, I I worked in Dewsbury, and we uh, we which is in West Yorkshire, and it's very um, uh, as, as a community. There is been a, a there's a big Asian community there. There's uh, obviously a big a big white population. Lots of people, a real melting pot, you know. And by by and large, certainly back then, I can't talk for now, but certainly back then, by and large, everyone got on. But there would be outliers, obviously. Yeah. Um. But then, uh, after sort of on the back of the uh, initial invasion of Iraq and things like that, there were some Iraqi refugees that were that were sent to to live in in castle housing in in Jewsbury. And a rumor started that they were all given brand new cars yeah. and thousands of pounds worth of food tokens, and and I mean, and people would tell you they would say, "I've seen the cars, I've seen the brand. New. They knew the make of the cars. They're outside their houses. They've all got the same ones. I've been, I've seen the street where they're all parked. All the same. All got." One woman said, "The reg plates have all their numbers decreased because they come straight from the Ford factory straight to, and it just, it's just not true at all." When they initially arrived, they were perhaps given a lift, yeah. <laughs> and they were given some food vouchers for a very short period of time because they weren't they weren't given money initially because they couldn't get through the benefits. But this is the same thing. This people just believe it, and it just becomes this very damaging potential urban myth. Yes,
2: exactly. And this is how these this is how thing, these things start. So there's more of that in the newspaper. You. An urban myth buster.
1: Any quick urban myth? Other urban myths you'd like to bust before we get to Brexit? Well week? we've
2: talked about them already, haven't we? Bob Holness didn't play the sax on Baker Street. He didn't, and nor was he the first uh, James Bond, was he?
1: Tanya Twin doesn't have one leg. It's an urban myth. <laughs> yeah, which, which leg is it? Well, they're, they're both intact. So. But which leg did it purport to be? I'm not entirely sure of that. Man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> um. Richard Gere. Oh, actually, we'll leave that we'll one. leave that one, yeah. We'll leave yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, other, what, what other urban myths? Can't think of any now. Oh, I don't know. Did you, did you see the film Urban Myth? No. Mm. What was it about? Oh, uh, well. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> urban Myth. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, was it three and a
1: half hours long, like Avengers Endgame? I don't know. I didn't watch you. It looked rubbish. Uh, Welcome to the Film Review Podcast with Steve Anglesey and Richard Potts. It's like Wittertainment or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Should we do Brexiteers of the Week? I think we probably should crown a Brexiteer of the Week, but bear with us, I need a breather. Brexiteer of the Week. Welcome back, Steve. It is time for Brexiteer of the Week. Remember last week's Brexiteer of the Week? We've forgotten.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've got the, like the goldfish <laughs> aren't you? The winner. I think that might be an urban myth. The winner last week How about the goldfish. In the full, urban is. Is. is that right? I think
1: it is. I think I'm sure I've read that. Have
2: they communicated? How do they communicate? That the brains of goldfish. The, we can remember this. Well,
1: obviously, Bret- but goldfish can't speak, but they're very skilled with the old sign language. Is that an urban myth? <laughs> what the sign language or the brains? Or the that goldfish can't speak. Did they, tap, <laughs> did they tap on the old thing <laughs> well, with the, Billy the fish? He could speak. He could talk. And he kept gold, didn't he? He did brilliantly. Yeah. Go on. Fulchester. Fulchester. Well, British
2: Hero of the Week last week was our friend Lance Foreman, yeah. MEP elect. Yeah, and he's a smoked salmon guy, isn't he? He is. Did he send us and, any? Uh, he didn't send us any, if but he want, did I send s- me it, a series of emails. Oh, I've got to say they were quite pleasant well, they, emails. Yeah, yeah. You, you often find um, that, like
1: when we met old Tim. Witherspoon's. Oh, yeah, 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 Tim Witherspoon. Mad Brexiteer. Nice enough bloke. He was all right. Just completely wrong. Just wrong yeah. about everything. Uh, Lance Foreman,
2: um, you might remember, or I hope you will remember, um, he was the guy who went to Brussels, tried out his voting machine, and then he tweeted, I've only been here a day, but it's very clear there's no democracy here. And people said... What you need to do to work your voting machine <laughs> is put your ID card in the top of it. There's a big slot there, and there's a picture of an ID card going yeah. into a slot. Now, he said... He was practising voting no, wasn't he? He said, some people have jumped to conclusions and drawn the wrong conclusion. Oh. I tweeted in Did gest, he mean you
1: by this? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I did not give any indication that I didn't know how to use the voting machine. The rest of my tweet, which is... I've only been here a day, but it's very clear there is no democracy here, was related to a lecture I'd been given about how the EU Parliament works. How are we supposed to know that? Do you think I'm so stupid that I don't know how to use the device or that I think the machine was rigged? Hmm. Anyway, so, well, you know, look, of course not. Um, But what I said to Lance in return is, if I had posted a video on Twitter of me trying to start my car without taking, putting it into gear or taking the handbrake off, and then I put under that, I've only had this Skoda for one day, I'm not very impressed, the natural inference would be that I didn't know how to work a Skoda, wouldn't it? Not that I knew how to operate a Skoda all along and I was just joking about the Skoda. (laughs) And the bit where I said I've only had this Skoda a day and I'm not impressed with the Skoda actually meant... Uh, it was. I was talking about a lecture on Skoda's, which I'd received earlier in the day. And actually, and I, it
1: wasn't a Skoda, it was a Mercedes. And I hadn't, it was yeah, of course. Have I ruined your joke? No, no, Sorry. no, I wasn't even going to
2: mention that since Lance and I are their friends. But yeah. he did, yeah. Uh, well, we, I, mean,
1: I think fair play to Lance for being something of a good sport. I think we you know, we could probably erase him from all future Brexiteers of the week by getting some nice smoke sound in the first. Well, yeah. <laughs> this corruption is coming out again. <laughs> I cannot be bored. <laughs> but I do like... Do like smoked seminars. The
2: Speyside, uh, smoked, yeah. Uh, anyway, Nigel Farage is yeah. in our tears of the Week. Yeah. He wants Joe Brand sacked by the BBC, doesn't yeah. he? Because yeah. he, she made the joke
1: about the milkshake. Let's just stop it there. What do you think of the Joe Brand thing? Where do you stand on it?
2: Uh, I thought it was, you know, not that funny. Well, but... that is
1: the thing, isn't it? Because Joe Brand has made a living out of being a comedian. Yeah. And... probably the worst thing you could say about a comedian is, you're not funny. You're not that funny. And I'm not saying she... I've quite liked some of her other stuff. That joke simply wasn't funny. Let's move on.
2: Yeah. Uh, And uh, he said that, you know, she needed to be sacked by the BBC and prosecuted. Nonsense. Uh, Some of the things that Nigel Farage has said in the past, 2014... Uh, we're heading down a road here where we would kill all humour in this country if we tear things to pieces. Isn't it enough is enough. Let people tell their jokes. If what we say is inappropriate, if what people say is inappropriate, they won't earn a living because they won't get booked again.
1: go. Exactly right, Nigel. He was right in 2014. It's yeah, yeah. a rare example of <laughs>
2: Nigel Farage being right. <laughs> yeah. um, Esther McVeigh is in the print edition Brexit of the Week, but we talked about her on the last podcast. We didn't did. We? and we, we mentioned that she said that planes... Uh, could no, couldn't land we built an or airport or as she calls we, them iron birds in iron the sky,
1: <laughs> in the sky
2: <laughs> which i could fly better than penny smith or lorraine kelly or yeah uh, i love penny smith i can't believe that esther mcveigh got that job mm. uh, she was she was the greatest she was uh, penny smith yeah she was good was she penny? um she was very good my mum had um, a
1: very weird obsession with uh um what's her face uh Fiona, Fiona yeah, very, very weird. A lovely woman. Like, she would get, get up early to watch the show from the start every morning, right? And then and then once, and she would, every day she would send me a text message when she was first starting to use text messages. Yeah. So, so she would try and, you know, use text speak. And it, she would say, oh, tell me what had gone on on GMTV or whatever it's called, you know, and, and lovely Fiona, she used to call her. And then... I happen to be doing a vox pop. A vox pop, listener, if you don't know, is where they send out, well, usually a junior reporter, to speak to members of the public about some, you know, particular story of the day, and they pose for a little picture. And it's fairly well hated in newsrooms. Yeah. I was sent out um, <clears throat> to Westcott Road, I think it is, in um, in uh, posh part of South London, mm-hmm. um, and. I did this, you know, me and the photographer did, did a vox pop. And then I walked up and there was a lady, blonde lady, putting her groceries into the back of her mini. And it was Fiona. Fiona Phillips. So I did, I vox popped her. Oh, yeah. And then told my mum and my mum, and I, so I rang her because I thought this is brilliant. No five minutes, I rang her. And she said, Chase after her, I want to speak to her. She was oh, saying, She actually wanted me to pass her the phone. Oh. I wasn't going to do that. And the Fox Pot was never printed. A very nice woman, Fiona Phillips.
2: Yeah. Uh, my mum on the other is mad. Very nice evening out with uh, Fiona Phillips, which I will, which I will oh! tell, talk about oh! on a oh! on a future podcast. Oh, she's great. Uh, she is really nice. I John did meet Pestport her. At, um,
1: I met her at the uh, leaders' dinner one year, and she is very nice. Uh,
2: back to is of the week. Noel Gallagher. Noel. Uh, former Oasis guitarist told the Manchester Evening News that there's only one effing thing worse than a fool who voted for Brexit. Yeah. That's the rise of the seas trying to... Um, what, the, seas, the, sea? the seas?
1: Oh, I thought you meant like climate change. Not the rise of the seas, not the turning
2: <laughs> of the seas into the tide of the seas. Um, that's the rise of the seas yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to get the vote overturned. Yeah. You take part in a democratic effing process. Yeah. If you don't like the outcome, go to yeah. North Korea. Yeah. Now, yeah. if the choices were Damon
1: Albarn did go to North Korea, didn't he? Did he's back. back. Are we back? Oh, oh, I don't know what this boils down to. I was going to
2: say if it, <laughs> if there was a choice between having <laughs> to listen to Noel Gallagher and his low flying birds or whatever they call, or going to North Korea, I would take. <laughs> that's 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 that that's that that low flying, flying birds. birds. <laughs> Noel Gallagher's mellow birds. I would go to North Korea. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Noel Gallagher. Is in the Brexit camp. Yeah. He used to be a Remainer, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a
1: contrary, He's like you know, it's like so many. Of if them.
2: they, if there is, they unearth some rare Beatles because they're doing these Beatles reissues now, aren't they? And they're with all the sort of studio outtakes, <laughs> one of them. If they have, if they find John Lennon singing, you say you want a second referendum. <laughs> uh, now then, he'll be back in our camp, won't <laughs> he? Who'd have thought uh, what that, about
1: Liam though? <laughs> well, uh, Liam. Liam, uh, I love Liam. You know my thoughts he's on put the Gallagher brothers, doesn't he? And that's a great tweet, wasn't it? It was a great tweet. He's a funny, funny man. Far cleverer than he lets on, Liam Gallagher. Whereas Noel pretends he's cleverer than he is. Well, this is
2: this is very true. Who's next? Uh, but the winner. Oh, the winner, winner, the winner, winner of Brexit Two of the Week. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And for a terrible leadership campaign is Dominic Raab. Oh, Raab! And do you know
1: when? The, when was the? <laughs> That's weird, isn't it? We've done the whole part about the Tory leadership. We've yeah, yeah, mentioned yeah. Dominic
2: Raab once. But you knew the moment—the <laughs> moment that I set eyes on this—I knew Dominic Raab, who I talked about last week, yeah. and, and we said maybe they'll put him up as the ultra remainder yeah. against Boris, just to keep Boris honest.
1: ultra lever.
2: Uh Sorry, the ultra lever against Boris. <clears throat> but the minute I saw this tweet, I knew Dominic Raab was finished. He is the clear winner of this debate. This was on Sunday night. He has set out an impressive and optimistic vision for Brexit and for Britain's future. Dominic Raab is the man to deliver it, and that was sent by David Davis on Sunday night, <laughs> and 40 hours later... Uh, Dominic Raab was toast. That was the end. Um, and um, Dominic Raab kicked off his, his campaign. He was seen as likely to be the front-runner um, by geeky journos like me mm. because everybody noticed that he'd spent an all enormous amount of money mm. just before the official start of the race on Facebook adverts. That's right. He booked 112 Facebook adverts, little variants so you could see which ones were working best. Mm. He spent 56,000 quid on it and... Fifty-two of them, so nearly half of them were taken down by Facebook for breaching their policies. Wow! And I just wonder whether he should have spent the fifty-six thousand quid on a map of Dover and Calais instead. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be some map.
1: Have you ever had a post taken down on Facebook? Uh, Several, yeah. Have you really? Well, there is. No, you have not.
2: I've broached the nudity.
1: uh, (laughs) Get out! That is not
2: true. (laughs) Me and Rory Stewart in a sauna. while (laughs) killing up some opium. Nipples a a (laughs) go-go. Yeah. Um, So Dominic Raab may not be the next Prime Minister and Tory leader, but he's the Brexiteer of the week. Some consolation. Some consolation, Dom. Congratulations, Dom. Dom. They all
1: called him Dom, didn't they? they? Dom, come on, Dom, 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 Dom. It'd be great if they brought him back as Brexit Secretary. (laughs) Please. (laughs) I think they should do away with the job of Brexit Secretary, frankly. That is the Prime Minister's job, isn't it? They should do away with Brexit. So uh, at the beginning of the pod, Matt told us all about um, you know w- the things that you can do to help us. But why don't we say again what people can do, what the listener can do right now, Steve?
2: Go to your podcatcher of choice, leave us a lovely review, lots of stars. We're getting some great reviews up there at the moment, yeah, so really thanks nice. very much for those. Really appreciate that. Go to that. SteadyHQ.com, search for The New European. You can fund this podcast, mm-hmm. keep us in the luxury that we uh, have become accustomed to. We well, might even spend it on some better stereo equipment and yeah. like sound baffling yeah, and stuff yeah. like that so it sounds a bit nicer, in fact we will do oh, um, he's getting his wallet out go to Facebook you can join our Facebook readers group. You no nudity. Just, just like the New European, no nudes, please. Um, and <laughs> Put them in go, the DMs. Is you that what the young to, people yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. My DMs are open. And uh, you can go to... I've uh,
1: Doc Martens for months. Yeah, they're,
2: they're just unlaced. What else is it? Doc Martens
1: unlaced? These millennials tripping over their
2: docs And, um, and uh, you can go to uh, Twitter and follow the New European, at the New European, And also follow me, follow you, follow me, at Sanglesey, S-A-N-G-L-E-S-E-Y. Or you can
1: follow me at Porrit, P-O-R-R-I-T-T. That was the New European Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We are delighted every time we see our listeners' figures going up and up and up. The paper is on sale now. It's £3 and it is available in all good news agents and lots of really bad ones as well, actually. There's lots of Brexit, there's lots of politics, but there is also lots of art and culture and music and tonnes and tonnes of great stuff in there. We'll be back next week. Until then, Mr Campbell, play your backpipes. Here you go.